Okay, so this week's Parsha is Parsha's Chayasora. So I really had in mind to say something from the altar of Kelm on this week's Parsha. But then I saw something else from the altar of Kelm, not on this week's Parsha, that we can fit into this week's Parsha, which I thought would be uh, pretty uh, uh, incisive. So here we go. We're going to fit it into the Parsha. So we have the story with Eliezer Ever Avram, Eliezer, the servant, the, the slave of Avraham, finding a shidduch for Yitzchak. And he says, when he sees her, the Pasha says, when he sees her, Vayoretz HaEved Lekrosa, he runs to meet her, Vayoymer, and he says, Mikadecha. He says to her, uh, give me a little bit to drink from your jug. She says, drink my master. She quickly went and she lowered her jug. And she gave him to drink. And the Torah tells us that he davened, keeps looking before, Eliezer davened to Hashem. And he said how he's going to test her to see if she's the right person. And apparently... She passed the test, and she was the right person. And as we know, the rest is history, and they lived happily ever after, sort of. That's the, uh, how we're going to fit this into the Pasha. And what are we going to fit into the Pasha? The altar of Kelm speaks about what does it mean to test somebody? That's, that's his, his topic. I want to read it. He says the following. He says, he says like this, let's, let's explain the matter. He says, The soul of a person is like gold, which has not been mined and embedded in the ground. And what do you need? You need a furnace in order to purify the gold from all of the imperfections once it's mined, right? The imlav, and if one does not do that to the gold, hari has of bottle the offer. Then the gold is considered to be a part of the dirt, and it's just like the dirt itself. It's dirt. Even though it's gold, it's nullified by the dirt. And that makes it worthless. He says, He says, Our souls have good feelings, meaning that our souls have ethical, moral, uh, what is it? Ethical, moral um, inclinations. Our soul is pure. Umidos tobos. We have good character traits inside of us. We also have thoughts and ideas that, are, that, are, that have breath and have depth. That we can ponder, and we can, we can be uh, inspired by. From the greatness of God. And we also have the capacity within us, in our soul, to attach ourselves to his character traits, to Hashem himself. 
Amnam, he says, However, the dirt of the dirt of the physicality that's thick is mixed in with the soul, just like the 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 dirt is mixed in with the gold that has not yet been mined. And the gold, our soul, is like nullified by the dirt. That's in that, that 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 surrounds it, and therefore it's nullified, and you can't see the light of the soul or the or or its goodness, at all. It's like it's worthless completely, right? and you need, he says, a furnace to purify the gold. You need a furnace to purify the gold, which is our soul. And what's the furnace for the soul? We know what the furnace is for the gold. It's, it's heat that, 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 that takes away the imperfections and, and cleans out the, the, the dirt that surrounds it. But what's the furnace Suffering. of the soul, he says? And what? Mitzvot. Suffering. Close. Close to mitzvot and suffering. Put it together, he says. La'amad bin Nisoyen. To pass the te- a test. Testing. Us being put through tests, through difficult situations that we overcome, is a purification process to take away the, the, the slowly chip away at the dirt that surrounds our soul. Negative against our desires. What does that do? What does the test do? Ligarish milibo. It extricates, it, it sends away from the heart, <laughs> false thoughts, <laughs> that stuff up the heart of a person. He says, <laughs> the main thing is when a person thinks about licentious things, <laughs> he says, and with character traits, <laughs> somebody who's arrogant, they have to show subjugation. They have to show humility. Mishu Kaisen, somebody who's angry, Yedaber Benachas, has to speak with Nachas. What's the translation word Nachas? With nicely, calmly. I thought it meant pride. What? I thought Nachas meant pride. Uh, what? It, it, it doesn't exactly mean pride. It, it's loosely translated to pride. It's like, like the, the children give you Nachas. Right. They give you noach, they give you, it comes from the word noach, it means like to, they give you, uh, what is it, relaxation, like, like, like uh, a release, peace. a peace, a calmness, right. So I don't know if it's exactly pride. Mishu Raleif, somebody who has an evil heart, yit of liboy, his heart should be good. Mishu Sameach, betakolos chavero, somebody who's happy when his friend stumbles, when his friend fails. He has to engage in trying to protect that person. This is the test that we face. Somebody who's anger, who has an anger problem. Today's daf, tracked in the door on page 22. Somebody who has an anger problem. What is their, how, what's their purification process? They come into a situation where they can become angry. And then they don't become angry. Instead, they force themselves not to be angry. By, by sheer force even. 
Because what is the pur- purification? Is sheer force. You're forcing the heat onto the gold, right? You're 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 pulling it out. You're you're removing it forcible, forcibly. So even if the test is where a person forcibly stops themselves from anger, that also works. And a person closely, slowly brings themselves to the test. Until they remove from themselves the dust and the, the, the dirt of, the, of, the, of that which dirties up the soul. And then a person can find their specific purpose. Right? Because, okay, so the gold you can't see, right? But it may not be gold. It could be a different uh, mineral that's, that's, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit dramatizing what the altar says. Right? It could be some other metal. We don't even know what the metal is because it's covered with, with the dirt. But once you put it into the furnace and you purify it, it could, be, it, could be, it could be gold, it could be silver, it could be some other metal, or it could be a precious stone. We, says the author, we don't even know what is it that we are, what, right, every single person is unique. We don't even know what, what, is, uh, what makes us unique until we remove all of the, uh, until we remove all of the things. Until we remove all the things, we don't know what makes us unique, right? It could be gold. It could be we're gold. It could be we're silver. It could be we're we're precious stones. Could be we have a talent for leadership. It could be we have a talent for other things. We don't even know until we remove the. Yeah. This is what the Gemara means. The Gemara says in Yuma, tractate Yuma, page 28b, that, Yaak, that, that, that the Avos, the forefathers, kept the entire Torah. What does it mean that they kept the entire Torah? So according to the altar of Kelm, it means that they continuously put themselves to the test to perfect themselves. That's what the Torah is about. Right? If, if, let's say we don't learn literally that they actually kept the Torah, meaning the to the letter of the word of every single Torah, which was not yet given. But they kept the Torah according to, in, in homiletics, drush. maybe the, the altar means to say, is that the, the same way that the Torah puts us to the test, they put themselves to the test also. Yes? Okay. You think they're self-putting them to the test? Yeah, that's what I mean. The Gemara says that they kept the Torah. What do you mean kept the Torah? Why, there was no Torah. Answer is that they, they tested themselves. Like he's saying, you know, right, to, to, to overcome their anger, to overcome their, their selfishness, to overcome their whatever it is. Rabbi? Yes, David. Hey, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Um, just a thing that I've heard, so there's an idea of, if, like, if you look at your struggles, you'll find your strengths. Is that kind of what you're saying? It, within our struggles is our strengths, too? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like we're saying, just in a different... We'll see what, what we're leading to in a, in a minute. Um, okay. I, have some, I have one small little bone to pick. Not really a bone to pick, but I have some, some um, what is it, a note about the Ramban. We'll, so, we'll soon see what the Ramban says, that uh, I understood the Ramban one way, and the, uh, the, uh, the altar of Kelm is learning the Ramban a different way. 
Seems like it, at least. We're gonna see, we're gonna see that in a minute. But yeah, we're putting it in this way. But we're 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 specifically we're specifically being focused on how that we're we're, def, we're saying that the struggle is a test for us. We're defining it as a test, not just like a random struggle, but it's a struggle that's testing us specifically. That's catered to us. Okay. Thank yeah. You. So he says like this. He says, <clears throat> he says this. We're going to explain now what it means that every single person was created in order to pass the test. Every person who was born goes through life. They're meant to be tested. That's what they were created for. Like David just kind of said. Who? We don't really know a person. You don't even know me, bro, right? We don't even know somebody if they love somebody else, for example. Unless they spend on the person, like, right? Unless they spend on the person that which they love. So, for example, if Eric is buying buying us pizza, and he loves pizza. So you see, he loves us because he's spending what he loves on us. And if you right? don't eat the pizza, does it mean you don't love <laughs> Maybe, maybe. He talks about that earlier, by the way. He talks about that earlier, but we, I skipped that part. So maybe I have to eat the pizza, yeah. right? I'll wait a few hours. Kikes or Gudai means like money or pizza. No, he doesn't mention pizza. I don't know if they had pizza in there. All right. Mi hu Somebody who loves Torah, he spends money on it. Uh, this is the part that we want to focus on. Okay? What happens if a person doesn't... Yeah, they are angry. Yes, they're angry. Right? Or, yes, they don't really love the Torah, or they don't really... Eric doesn't really like us. Right? He's just buying the pizza to pretend. Or the person is pretending that I'm late, but they're really seething, right? They're gonna go, they made themselves a, uh, they made themselves a, uh, you know, one of those punching bags in their backyard. When they get home, they're gonna use the punching bag to, to get out, to let out the steam. They really are angry, they're just pretending that I'm late. So does that work as a test to fix oneself? So it says the author of Kiam Yesodos, Im if a person forces themselves to give money to Torah, if they force themselves to show love to somebody, if they force themselves not to be angry even though they are, to pretend. Mimela, he says, Then eventually they're going to come, fake it till you make it. And it's surprising that the author of Kiam does not quote the famous Sefer Achinoch, that the Sefer Achinoch says, if I remember correctly, in the mitzvah of breaking the bone of the Karpen Pesach, the Jinalar break the bone, in mitzvah number 16, the famous words that the Sefer Achinoch says, that the Gemara tells us that we have to pretend like we're free on Pesach night. Mishnah says at the end of Pesachim, a person is obligated to see himself like they left Egypt. Right? So the Sefer Achinuch says that a person is not allowed to break the bone of the Karim Pesach because he's supposed to act like royalty on Pesach night. And, and people who are royals, they don't break bones when they eat karbonis. 
when they eat the meat, right? They, they, they just take another piece of meat. They don't need to suck the bone. That's only poor people do that. So a person's not allowed to break the bone That's because... the best part. <laughs> right, but, you, you know, it's, it's the best part, but you don't eat it in front of, you know, in front of the queen. So, 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 so he says, that's why we don't, he says, Adam nifel He says, I, we don't feel like we're free, but, but uh, on Pesach, we don't feel like we're free. But if you, he says, a person is influenced by the way that they act. And if they, even if they fake it, eventually they're going to feel it. So if a person gives tzedakah, even though they don't want to, eventually they're going to want to start giving tzedakah. If they, if they, they don't like somebody, but they act like they do, eventually they're going to start to like that person. So Just point, the way they're about. The point is that even if you don't want to do it, force yourself to do it, because eventually. You'll Correct. So the, the, it's not like it's it, in in light of what the author of Kelm is saying. He is saying that love, compassion, kindness is embedded deep inside. It's there, right? But it's covered by a mound of dirt and and all kinds of garbage, right? So you don't even see it, and. When, when, you're, when you're confronted by, by, a, by, a, by an act of compassion and you feel, and, and we feel like we don't want to do it, it's not the emiss of who we are. It's not really true. Even though we don't feel it. So he says that, that the way that he's saying it is that he's saying, and maybe that's why he doesn't now quote the Sefer Achinach because he's adding this, this, this point. He says that we should fake it till we make Why fake it? Till, why is it that you fake it till you make it? Because since, since it's there inside, if, if you, faking it means you're forcing it to come out until you feel what you already have inside. The gold is there. It's just, it's just like, it's like you're digging and you don't see the gold. Keep digging like as if the gold is there. And if you keep digging, you'll find the gold is there. So we are compassionate. We are kind. We have an ishama. We have, a, we have a soul. The test is like a purification process that makes the soul come out. So it's not like really, it, the way that the Sefer Achinoch is saying it, the book of, the book of educations, you can learn that he means to say that if I act a certain way, the actions themselves influence my subconscious. And then once the actions themselves influence my subconscious, it's as if like I habituated myself or I taught myself to act in a certain way. I, I like force myself, I, 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 I uh, condition myself to be kind by, 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 by acting that way. The way that the author of Kelm is saying, no, I'm not conditioning myself to be kind. The conditioning itself is not really a conditioning, it's a revelation, it's a purification that makes the neshama come out. Yeah? That's the right word, revelation. What? That's the right word. Yeah. Right, revelation. Right. So now, with this, he explains the Ramban that we always see. We always see the Ramban, and we always explain it uh, we always explain it one way, but I think that the author is learning it a different way. Or maybe he's not. Let's see what the Ramban says. So, testing. The Torah in last week's Pasha says specific, uses the word testing. Chapter 22, verse number 1, by the Akidah Yitzchak. The Torah says, straight up, and it was after this, and it was after this, 
And Hashem tested Abraham. So here the Ramban says, Okay, the Torah said the word test. In Yenan I'm going to define what it is. Huladaiti, in my opinion, it is. Right? A person has free will, like we said many times. A person has free will. More in Brachas 33, more in, in, in Megillah 25, more in Nida 16. A person has free will. Do whatever they want. If they want, they'll do. If they don't want, they won't do. So what does it mean? What are you testing? Right? The test is from the perspective of the tested. The tester is Barach. He commands the Hashem wants, Hashem, no, Hashem wants that what we have inside should come to fruition. Our potential should be actualized. Right? Hashem may know what we're going to do. He may know what we're going to choose. But we haven't chosen it because we have free will. So because we haven't chosen it, Hashem tests us in order that we should choose it so that we should actualize that which we have inside of us. Okay? To give us reward for it. Not only that we should have a good heart, but we should have a reward for the heart, for a good heart. He says, Hashem tests the tzaddik. Tell him 11.5. When Hashem knows that the tzaddik that the tzaddik will do good, Hashem wants him to be a tzaddik. He'll give him a test. He will not test the evil people. They're not going to listen. All of the tests in the Torah are for the good of the one that's being tested. So what does he say? The Ramban here. That Hashem wants to bring to Hashem wants to bring a person's potential into actualization. He knows that they're gonna choose the good, right? And he wants to bring the potential and make it actual so that he can give them a reward. That's what the Ramban said. So the, the altar of Kelm uses the same language as the Ramban. And doesn't even quote him. He says, To bring into actualization his potential of good. Exactly the words of the Ramban, right? So, 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 how did we understand this Ramban? Simple. The Ramban says, Hashem knows what we're going to do. Hey, Abraham, listen, go and shacht up your son, okay? Go, go over there and do it. So you think, well, what if Abraham would have said, you know what, no, I'm not going to do that. No, that's not, that's not happening, right? So the Zakhtar Ramban, no, no, no. Hashem knew he was going to say yes. So why did he test him if he knows he's going to do it anyway? Answer is, is because he didn't do it, says Ramban. He wants him to do it. He wants him to say yes so that he can give him reward for it. In other words, he had the yes inside. Just wanted the yes to come out. That's the way we learn the Ramban, right? Mm -hmm. 
The altar in Kiam says, though, according to what he's saying, he adds, he says like this, but who? A person wants. Oh, sorry. Skip the uh, skip the line. Which let, let's add this one. Let's explain. Well, even before we continue, let me let me let me say what I think that the we'll continue this. But let me say what I think, at least until now, what we're saying. The altar of Kelm is adding more than that. The altar of Kelm is saying, okay, review one more time. Let's go back. The Ramban says that Abraham was going to say, yes, I'll do it. I'll go, shech my, I'll go slaughter my son, right? So why did he ask him for it if he knows he's going to do it anyway? Answer is because he didn't do it. He wanted to take the potential, bring it into actualization. That's it. He wanted to give him reward for it, right? But according to the way that the altar of Kelm is saying it's more, the altar of Kelm is saying is that, is that, is that it, Abraham Avinu is a, is a bad example in the way we're talking, right? A regular person, he has it inside of him to say yes, but he may not. So Hashem is going to bring him the test not only to, 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 to actualize the potential that's inside. But it's also to it, to, it is to actualize the potential that's inside. But the way to actualize the potential that's inside is to, is to peel away of all of the, all of the peelings and the, and the cover and the dirt that stops the potential from coming out. In other words, we just think, okay, listen, I, I, I tell a guy, Run a marathon. So we just think, okay, he can run a marathon. He'll just start running and run it. 26 miles, no problem, right? No, if you tell the guy to run a marathon, he has to train for the marathon, right? So when we read this Ramban, the Ramban is just saying, well, Abraham Avinu was going to say yes to this difficult test, right? He, maybe Abraham Avinu would say yes to a difficult test, but a person who would have the same difficult test, they would not just be able to say yes. It's not like it's in the potential, then the potential comes to fruition. In order for the potential to come to fruition, there has to be a purification process. There has to be, all the layers have to be chipped away in order for it to come to fruition. So Hashem, the, he's saying, the altar is adding that the test itself is what, uh, what, what is the facilitator. Is the facilitator that allows the, 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 the actualization of that potential. Without the test, it, it, it's, it's it's more than it's just in potential. It, it's like non-existent because it's not even there. You can't even see the gold. You can't even see the good until the test bring it, brings it out. <clears throat> right? That's what the author is saying. So maybe that's why he doesn't quote the Ramban, even though he's using the same language as the Ramban because maybe he's saying a little bit different than the Ramban is saying. Because he's, he's talking, the, the author is talking about everyday man. And, and uh, the author is talking about everyday man and, uh, and, uh, and the Ramban is talking about Avram Avinu. Okay, so let's see the next line what he says. You hear what we're saying? Yeah? I, I was just going to say that <clears throat> I feel sometimes that it's more that you need the experience to realize what it is, right? So we may have like a negative predisposition to a particular mitzvah or something, but by doing it, you actually enjoy it. You actually like doing it. You know what I mean? It's, it's or keeping that positive 
um, yeah. looking at it in a positive way. Right. Yeah. Right. You have to look like we were discussing this summer. Mm -hmm. You always have to look at things in a positive way. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, find the positive. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit, you know, like when they received the Torah, right? It's, they said yes, and then by doing it, probably they, you know, they learned what they liked, what they didn't like. <clears throat> but even today, we know uh, there's things that, obstacles that come in front of us that we don't like, and we, we have the knowledge to be able to say, this must be a test, Hashem's testing me, mm -hmm. how, you know, what am I going to do about it? Did you ever see the movie with Jim Carrey, The Yes Man? No. Yes Man? Oh, you see oh it. that's right. It, 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 it he gets cursed. He, yeah. he always says no to everything. <clears throat> and then he's, he eventually has, he gets cursed. I think it's by Anthony right. Tony Robbins or something. And he just has to say yes. And, you know, it's really hard on him. Like, you see him struggle or whatever. But we, we, were just, we, were just in, um, we were just in New York. And so, you know, there's a lot of traffic. We spend most of our time sitting in a car. Yeah. So, so, so two guys got into a fight. First of all, we got every every drive is you. You know, you have to say maybe because because like you may get into like maybe a few accidents. And have, you know, people cut you off and this and that. So two guys in back of us got into a fight. Guy rolled down his window and he started cursing him out. And the other guy started moving his car back and forth really close to him and everything. And then and then I got cut off also. I got cut off by this person. And like at this, you know, you're driving and you say to yourself, next time somebody cuts me off, I'm just not going to get upset. I'm just going to let the guy go. Right? I'm just going to, you know, how am I going to react to the situation? And then, and then you get a little bit of like a feeling of satisfaction or happiness that you're, you know, you know it's going to come to this. You know there's going to be a situation where you might get into a fight, right? And you don't. And so, like you're, you're happy to, to have the test. You're happy to have the, you're happy to have the opportunity, right? It's like every year of Shabbos. Every year of Shabbos, there is potential for a fight, for sure, right? The Yitzhar is right over there. He loves Arab Shabbos. The best, <laughs> the best thing, right? By the way, late to shul, not ready for Shabbos. It's like it, it's like you know, whoever you're in the house with, you just like, it's so easy to get into a fight, start screaming and this and that. And it's like it's like no, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna let the Yitzhakara come over here, and I'm not gonna get into a fight, right? And I'm so happy the situation came up because I'm just gonna handle it calmly, right? I'm ready for it. So so it's when the test comes, you gotta calm yourself. It's good down. because but then after the test is over, after the test is over, you're the, you're the person who's calm in a in a in a pressured situation. Right? You're, the, you're the person who didn't get upset. You're the person who didn't get mad. And everybody in the room, everybody in the room knows it. Everybody knows it. Right? Including yourself. So it's, 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 it's an opportunity. It, 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 life is an opportunity, especially, specifically in the situations where it's difficult. That's where the opportunity is coming. It's like, oh, Baruch Hashem, I have this opportunity. Right? I mean, sometimes it's difficult, you know, like you have a difficult person who's always in your, in your face, you know, driving you crazy, saying all kinds of different comments, right? But if, if we're able to be mature about the situation, even, even, in, in, even in that case, it's like, it's like, oh, you know, 
this is an this is great. This is an uh, this is a great opportunity to 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 show what uh, what you're made of. You know what 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 you can do in in whether you can be calm, whether you can say the right things, whether you can be the right person that you're supposed to be in that situation, right? So, Rabbi? Yeah, David. Yeah, so I think, obviously, that you said that the, the sages, that has to be refined with a lot of work. That doesn't happen overnight. That t- takes a lot of self-development, in my view. To yeah, of course. Things that we're naturally inclined to, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're... I think it also... You also need like a benchmark to work off, of, right? Like, if you get angry, how do you know what that it's bad? Like, if, if you don't have the Torah as your kind of your, your guiding light, I could imagine like being in certain societies where oh, I'm getting. How about this place. society? The society that we're in. If you don't have a, if you don't have principles, I mean, anything goes. Yeah. In today's society, it's so easy to say this. Yeah. In today's society, right? People don't. People really, really. Some people don't know what's right and what's wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's so clear, you know? People could do like the, the, the most terrible things uh, on the planet and think that they're like self-righteous. I just heard, I just heard, a, I just, I, I was listening to something and I heard a, a video, I, I don't have TikTok, I don't have it, but I, I heard uh, this girl, she was giving a, 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 a eulogy for her father at the funeral. And she says, she says, I, I don't miss you at all. She goes, I, I don't know. Is this true? Yeah. She says, I don't miss you at all. What I do miss is the person that I was hoping that you would be, which you never were. Wow. Oh. And she says, she says, because, you know, with your white supremacist ideology, to set a funeral. At a funeral, a father's funeral. It's a girl. Okay, she didn't like her father. Mm. I'm saying, okay, but not liking your father is one thing, but then saying these things is another thing, then saying them in public is another thing, and saying them at his funeral when he's dead is even the, first, is even the next step. That's pretty cowardly. Right? Who knows if she was... Maybe she said it to his face also, who knows? But it's like, it's like she doesn't know. She doesn't know the consequences of her actions. She doesn't know that... That she's hurting herself, and aside from what she, you know, thinks about him and her, and, and aside from that, there's a, whole, a family there. Who maybe there isn't a family there. Who knows, right? Or there's the crowd that's there. It's like it's like it's like there's other things that are going on. And she has no. She's completely oblivious. She doesn't know what's right, what's wrong. She has no no idea, you know. So, 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 without the Torah, you're absolutely right. We, 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 we don't have, we, we, this, it's impossible to know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Sorry, David, did you, did we answer the question you were asking? Yes, yeah, thank you. Oh, okay. So, just to tie it into the Pasha, right, simple, anytime we test somebody, like Eliezer was testing Abraham, right, what was he doing? He wanted to put her in a, what? Uh, not a tremendously difficult situation, but uh, you know, uh, a, a, a semi-difficult uh, situation to see how she would react in this situation. And her reaction, right, is what, what she, her reaction 
to, to him, to giving him to drink, to give Tere Camels to drink, the whole thing over there. We talked about the Beis Alevi in the past. We talked about her commentaries, about how she reacted, exactly what she did. Showed him that, showed him that she was the, the right person for, for, for the Shirach, right? But according to the author of Kelm is adding more than that is that the actual reaction itself now makes her a different person than she was five, five minutes ago before he tested her too, mm-hmm. right? That, that she, she the, her, the, the, the reaction itself purifies her even more and makes her the person that she is because of the reaction in real time of who she is. That's what the test is about. So even though this author of Kelmus can be fitted to the last week's partial because Hashem tested Abraham, we're fitting it into this week's partial too, yeah. right? So... Um, I guess we let's just conclude with this point. Earlier, the author of Kelm says, the author of Kelm says he says many things, but one of the things he says is that is that is that the apple always doesn't. Here, I'll I'll, I'll show you the test. He says the app, it, not exactly these words, but he says the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. What does that idiom mean? The idiom means right that everything acts in accordance with its character. So fire creates heat, water creates cold. Uh, what comes out of water is, is, is lower temperature, comes out of fire is higher temperature. It says animals who are, who are vicious, act vicious, or act in accordance with their nature. Animals who are not, don't, right? And each one does not fit with the other one. What, animals don't like what, 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 what pigs like. Pigs like what other animals don't like, right? No animal likes to wallow in the garbage, right? Eat whatever. Uh, lions don't do that, right? But pigs don't do the... Everything has its place and everything is similar in character that comes out, except for the human being. The human being has a neshama, they have a soul, and they act like an animal. He says, what's the, what, he says, what's the, what's the story here? Why, why, is that, why is that the case? So he says, no. He says, a human being who has a soul really acts like a soul. Except that, the, right, we're, we're going back, we said the end before we're saying the beginning. He says, no, a human being has a soul. And he acts with a soul. He acts like a spiritual being. But the reason why he doesn't is not because that's his nature. That's because, it's, it, because his nature is buried in the ground of his physicality. In the, in the dirt of his physicality. But if it would be natural, then the neshama would act just like anything else in the world that acts with accordance with his nature. It would act with goodness, with depth, with, with breath, with, 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 with intellectualism, with spirituality. That's the true nature of, 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 of us. Why? Because that's the true nature of a soul that we have, the neshama that we have. That's what he says. So that's the, uh, the, the perspective of the, um, of the altar. It's coming back to your original point. At the end of the day, is it God that's testing us to get this stuff out of us? Or we innately know that this stuff is needs to get out or get corrected and therefore you seek out tests that w- or if, to eventually get out of it, you know what I mean? Right. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I think that, I mean, we have to say, you know, the Derech Hashem, whatever, you know, God creates the entire scenario the whole, it says in, in, in last week's Pasha, Hashem tests Abraham. So I, I think that God does test us, but I think you're also right that, that it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a natural test. It's a matter of course, right? It's not like just arbitrary. 
So yeah, the test is going to be specific. So a person could come to that conclusion on their own, like the author said before, like Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, like before the Torah was given, kept the Torah, because that's, that's how they approached their own self-development, so to speak, right? Yeah. I mean, you have, I mean, it's just like the whole story of David, right? Where he asked, he basically asked God to test him, you know what I mean? So it almost makes me think that, no, it's not God that's testing us, it's, it's us in general, in right. general. I think he guides us, God, but I don't know that he necessarily tests us. Right. He guides you into scenarios to, to push yourself or clean up whatever. Right. Rabbi? Yeah, Dave. Oh, sorry. Uh, were you done, Eric? Yep. Um, one of the questions I had was, is um, the test, is it something that a person has to figure out? Like, let's say a person has fear and then they have to overcome it with courage. Or you said, where they, let's say someone doesn't get angry at an appropriate time, and would that be a test? And do they have to figure that out, obviously, themselves? I think they have to figure you know? out themselves. The author is saying they have to figure out themselves because it has to be. Wait, just before we continue, I, I forgot to say where this is. This is in the Chachmo Musar, volume two, number 229, Reish Chav, uh, Yeah, the author is saying that a person has to figure this out for themselves because each person is unique. Some people don't have a predisposition to anger at all, right? They just don't have it. So that's not going to be their test. They're not going to get angry no matter what. They may well, be... I'm saying so in, in, in that case, wouldn't it be if, if they don't get angry it, and it's appropriate to get angry, wouldn't that be the test? In other words, everyone's Yes, person, that would be the test too. Okay. Even though, even though the Rambam says in, in the laws of theirs that it's pretty much never appropriate to be angry, uh, in today's daf, in Darn twenty two, it's pretty much never appropriate to be angry. But maybe sometimes you can feign anger. The Rambam says you can, you can, you know, just just to show people. But to be personally inside angry, it's really those are one of the character traits that are inappropriate always, pretty much. As a tool, it would be used. Not as, as a, as a tool, but you have to be faking it, the Rambam says. Right. In laws of this, you have to be faking, you have to pretend like you're angry, but you can never get angry because, so you do you like you see right? from today's daf, and you also see from Moran Shabbos 105, that a person who is angry is, uh, loses control. And, I mean, how could you, being out of control is not something that's, that's, that, 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 that's appropriate. Yeah, I'm more thinking of the the utilization of the idea of anger, right? In a a situation where you would need to stand up for a certain thing. Right, right. Where a person naturally would not, right? Right, right. Okay. Okay. All right, so I think we we conclude here. All right, Shkoyach. Agun Shabbos. Thank you.